Fantastic. There we go. Good day, everyone. <laughs> we get confused. Morning, afternoon, evening, but it's day. Good day. Yeah, lucky to be with everyone. Thanksgiving for giving me an opportunity to share the Word of God. Um, uh, always a pleasure, always a joy, always a challenge to, to do that. Yeah, so let's just pray and let's just invite Jesus into this time. Uh, Holy Spirit, we just welcome you. So, yeah, we just want you to speak to us. We want you to not just give us a nice moment, but we, we trust for, for, uh, that, that you would come and alter us, come and mold and form us and shape us. For we know that you desire for each one of us to be like Christ Jesus. So we, we present ourselves, we, we make ourselves vulnerable in your presence today and ask that you would shape and transform and mold us. That we would not resist your working in our hearts, in our lives today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I've titled my preach, Lord, please give me more patience. Is there anyone that can relate to that sentence? All right. So, I've been, um, I've been, uh, I, I would still probably call myself a relatively new parent. My ol- our oldest daughter is two and a half. Uh, she's sitting there, and then we have a, a boy that's uh, a half, six months, or almost seven months. So, so um, I, I, my life the last two and a half years uh, has been at times challenging. Uh, that's what happens. Because children just have that way of like pushing your buttons. If you if you're a parent, like sleep, you you lose sleep, and and that's not something that any anyone enjoys. Anyone anyone that loves that loves just for the sake of yeah, let's just lose sleep because that's what we want to do. No, that's not what anyone ever wants to do. We we love sleep. Um, I love my sleep. Uh, so. So I want to I wanna talk a little bit today, I've titled my preach that so that you can remember, but I, I want to actually speak about the fruit of the Holy Spirit today. And so let's start with Galatians 5, verse 19 to 25. It's going to be up there. So I'm going to read from there because we have two different translations. The acts of the sinful nature are obvious. Sexual immorality, impurity, debauchery, idolatry and witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of anger, rage, selfish ambition, dissensions, factions, uh, and envy, drunkenness, orgies, and things like these. I warn you, as I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the sinful nature with its passions and desires, since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. So I, I chose patience, but maybe in your situations or in your circumstances, one of the fruit of the Spirit that was seriously lacking previously in my life was self-control. Um, 
Um, I, I don't know what your situation is or what your circumstances is and, and which fruit of the Spirit in your life is almost like, like it's being tested. Uh, but I would presume each one of us, we find ourselves in life situations where we kind of go, Lord, help. Lord, I need more of you. And so, and, and maybe for me, the last two and a half years, I think one of the big areas has been patience. Um, uh, and it's been, or maybe I would say in my life, the lack of patience. Like, Lord, and I realized that I... Yeah, that I need more patience. And maybe for some of you it's self-control. Maybe for some of you it's gentleness. Maybe for some of you uh, it's any one of those fruit of the Spirit. And, and recently on Josh Jen, uh, on the YouTube and the, the Facebook and the Josh Jen Life series, there's been a focus on the, the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And I'm not sure if there was one on the fruit of the Holy Spirit as well. Um, so, But I wanted to actually talk about how... Because there's a difference between the gifts of the Holy Spirit and the fruit of the Holy Spirit. And not only is there a difference in, in what they are, there's also a difference in how God uh, gives it to us. So the gifts of the Holy Spirit uh, is in uh, another chapter, and I'm not, I'm not going to focus so much on that. But the gifts of the Holy Spirit works almost like presents under a Christmas tree. Uh, in our house, when I grew up, there was a Christmas tree, and there was presents, and, and each present had a name on it. Christopher from M- Mama and Papa, or, or uh, N- Nicholas from, and my mom would buy my brother a present from me, so, so that's not, every, not everything is coming from the pair. But there was a present, and it had your name on it, and it was you, it's like it had nothing almost to do with your behavior that year, or at least in my situation. It was a gift from mom and dad or from someone, and it was intended for you. It had your name on it. It was handpicked for you in the shop. That's how the gifts of the Holy Spirit, in a sense, work. The Bible says that, that the gifts, uh, God gives them to us. Some He gives the gift, the gift of tongues. Others, he gives the gifts of prophecy. Others, the gift of healing. And it's almost like God handpicks which gifts for which persons. And that's how he decides. But the fruit of the Spirit is different to the gifts. The fruit of the Spirit is more in the language of uh, a tree bearing or growing fruit. And actually, God wants every tree, every believer, to Bear all the fruit of the Holy Spirit. It's not like God wants, okay, the first two rows in the church, you guys need to work on your gentleness or grow your gentleness. The second two rows, you guys are going to grow patience. And the other row, you guys are going to be goodness. And No, no, God wants every believer to bear all the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Amen? That was a kind of a not so sure kind of a amen. Amen. The gifts of the Holy Spirit, in one sense, has got nothing to do with your character and your relationship with God. What I mean by that is you could be struggling severely in an in a area of sinfulness in your life, and God could still uh, give you the gift of healing. He could still give you the gift of prophecy, and it could be perfectly the will of the Lord. It could be 
the perfect word of God when you prophesy. So in one sense, the gifts of the Holy Spirit, healing, prophecy, praying in tongues, interpretation of tongues, those things has in one sense got nothing to do with your character and your relationship with God. Your relationship with God can be in a very bad place and the gifts could still be working through you. But the fruit of the Holy Spirit is more, I would use the word, a revealer of what our relationship with God is actually like. Does that make sense? So, the presence or the absence of the fruit of the Spirit in our lives shows actually where my relationship with Jesus is at. Now, if you drive a car that's relatively modern in the last 10, 15 years, when you would switch on your car, you would see on your dashboard, there would be a few indicators that I think quite important. And I, I Werner knows more about cars than me. I, I know very little, but I know enough to know that I need to pay attention to my dashboard as I switch my car on and as I drive. When I switch my car on and there's a light that says your battery is low, I need to pay attention to that. Or if my, my petrol, while I'm driving, if my petrol light goes on, I need to pay attention to that. Otherwise, I could find myself uh, ne- next to the road having picking up the phone, calling my friend Kevin, Kevin, come and help me, uh, I'm, I'm stuck next to the road. Or call Werner, Werner, I don't know what's wrong with my car, can you, can you come and ha- have a look and help me? So those, those lights on your dashboard in your car, is actually, they're quite important. Because they show what's going on at the core of your car. The engine of the car is quite obviously important for the car to be moving around uh, every day. Now, I want to say that, that, that those, the fruit of the Spirit in, our, in, in my life is like that dashboard with the lights. When, 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 let's say I'm struggling with patience or you're struggling with self-control. When it's almost like that light going on showing you that, that there's a, a, a disconnect in some way between you and Jesus. So... It's no help in a sense if I'm struggling with patience and I go, Lord, I've been struggling with patience. Please give me patience. Who of you have prayed that prayer? Who of you have, have had the Lord answer you miraculously when you've prayed that prayer? <laughs> what you would normally find praying that kind of prayer is you would find almost the exact opposite. It's like almost things would get worse. It's like, Lord, I've, I've asked you for patience, and suddenly I find my situation, after I've prayed this prayer, my situation is now worse. It's almost like, Lord, now you are, I'm needing more patience now after I've prayed this prayer than before I've prayed this prayer. And I want to actually... This is actually how the fruit works. Because patience is not something, the fruit of the Spirit, when we lack the fruit of the Spirit, God doesn't give it like, okay, you've prayed now. Okay, here, Christopher, here's your double portion of patience. Enjoy your day. <laughs> Have a nice day. No, the fruit of the Spirit needs to be grown. And something that needs to be grown means there needs to be nourishment. We've, the, we've, the, 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 the Holy Spirit is 
constantly uh, pictured and Kevin just in the beginning of the meeting shared about streams of living water. A tree cannot grow if it's not being watered. A, a tree cannot grow if it's not being nourished. So if we look at that fruit of the Spirit, let's maybe just look at it briefly again. If you can put Galatians 5 verse um, 22 and 23 on for me. So the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. If you find yourself lacking in any of those areas, the, the answer is not, Lord, give me more. It's actually, it shows us that there's in some area a disconnect in our relationship with, between me and God, between me, with me and the Holy Spirit. And I can't go, okay, Lord, my self-control, I've run out of self-control. Lord, please give me a, a, a triple portion, a triple dose of self-control. No, if I want more self-control, I need to go to the one who is self-controlled. If I'm lacking patience, I need to run to the one who is patient, Jesus. If I need uh, gentleness, I need to go to the one who is gentle, Jesus. And it's only in my relationship with Him that I can actually grow the fruit of the Spirit. And I believe this is essential. And the, the gentleness that is spoken of here, the love and the joy, it's, it's not a natural gentleness. It's not a natural joy or a natural love. Because there might be someone in your workspace, unbeliever, they might even be an atheist, and it might even look like they are expressing these fruit better than most believers than you, that, that, that you know. That's, that's a, a completely different, that's not, the fruit of the Spirit cannot be produced in someone who is not a Christian, who is not born again. Because this is, the fruit of the Spirit is something that only comes th through the Holy Spirit. Amen? So, I want to look at, uh, the fruit is something that grows. Jeremiah 17, verse 7 and 8. Now, I've shared with you that my, how my children has, has helped me realize that I need more growing in my life. <laughs> But not only my children, the last two years I've had COVID uh, and, and the restrictions of, of lockdown and everything exposed even to a further degree that I'm, my relationship is more dependent on circumstances than I thought. But the Bible says something different, that the, that the fruit that God grows in our lives are not circumstances dependent. It's, it's fruit that regardless of where you're at, where you find yourself, the, the fruit of the Holy Spirit grows in every season. Jeremiah 17 verse 7 and 8. Blessed is the man or the woman who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in Him. He will be like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the stream. It does not fear when the heat comes. Its leaves are always green. It has no worries in a year of drought. And it never, it never fails to bear fruit. Amen. Maybe you like me. You've realized that, man, this year, last year, has been difficult times. 
maybe you're a new parent like me and you're realizing, man, my children are helping me to realize that I need to grow more like Christ. And I can't go to the Lord and say, Lord, but it's my children. My children are the reason why I'm not bearing fruit. Or I can't go to the Lord and say, Lord, just because we're living in this COVID times, that's the reason why I'm not where I should be. No, I should look at my life. I should look at those lights going off on the dashboard of my heart. And I should realize, man, these lights are showing me that I need more of Jesus in my life. I need to draw closer to Him. I need His water, His streams of living water to infiltrate my heart at every level. And when I do that, if I draw near to Him, if I'm connected to Jesus, fruit will be there. You cannot connect to Jesus and not bear fruit. That's impossible. That is impossible. So... I'm going to just, for the sake of time, just skip that scripture. So this brings me to the next point where um, where the Bible actually encourages us to do something. Uh, it's in 2 Corinthians 13 verse 5. If you can just skip the, the next one and go to 2 Corinthians 13 verse 5. Examine yourselves to see whether you are in the faith. Test yourselves. Do you not realize that Christ Jesus is in you unless, of course, you fail the test? And I think this is important for, for us because I, so often I, I think what happens is we, we look at our lives and we think, yes, I, I made a decision for Jesus in 2006 and I've been reading my Bible and I've been attending church. So, of course, my relationship with God is, is okay. I'm, I'm good. But I don't think that that's how God wants me to examine whether I'm in the faith. I believe God wants me to, to honestly look at my life right now in this very moment and to examine the fruit I'm bearing. Because the Bible says, and that's a scripture I, I, I just skip. You don't have to put it on. But the Bible says, you will recognize the tree by its fruit. Not by, you will not recognize Christopher by the decision that he made in 2006 where he stood up and went forward and prayed a prayer. No, you will recognize Christopher by his fruit. So the question is not, did I make a commitment to Christ 15 years ago? The question is, what fruit am I bearing right on this uh, 15th of August 2021? Am I bearing love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness? Is that fruit of the Holy Spirit a reality in my life today? Or am I, when I'm examining myself to see if I'm in the faith, am I always going back to that day when I prayed a prayer in 2006? I believe God wants us to be, to be real in assessing ourselves in this day, in this moment. I can't reflect on where I was 15 years ago and the decision I made for Jesus 15 years ago. So we need to examine ourselves. We need to, and the, the thing is, and this is for, maybe you're not like me, so if you're not like me, uh, then that's okay. But if you're like me, I am a bad self-examiner. <laughs> that means that I always, I tend to think of myself 
better than what I actually am. Okay, so there I'm just confessing part of my, my, my pride and my struggles. So when I read that scripture about, about the, the, the fruit of, of the flesh, it's like those, those bad things. I tend to go, oh, you know what, that's not me. And I tend to think, yeah, that's, I, I know people like that. I know a person like that. And I tend to not take myself, not, not seriously looking at, that could be me. I could be someone that have fits of anger. Or I could be someone that's, that's ambitious or struggling with jealousy. But I tend to like, no, that's probably someone else, probably someone else. So I'm actually a bad examiner of my own heart. And I think as humans, fallen humans in a way, we all to a measure are not really great at looking at ourselves honestly. So what, and I believe that's the beauty of God putting us together in church family. Because if you live in a natural family, there's no one like, there's nothing like a wife knowing exactly, like Christopher, what, what's going on in your life? Why are you grumpy today? Or there's nothing like someone who knows you intimately and sees that you are not, something's wrong. And I believe we need church family to, to, to examine each other. I, I'm super thankful for the people in my life. Uh, Kevin is one of the guys that have walked with me many years many years prior to this moment. And I'm super thankful for some of the honest moments where he has told me where he saw bad fruit in my life. I'm thankful for, for a Rob Brown who's not in this congregation. And I'm thankful for, for men and women in my life that have had the courage to, to uh, and I've given them the, 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 the openness to tell me, please tell me if you see bad fruit. Please tell me, because I can't see them myself. Please tell me, because, and, and more importantly, I want to bear the fruit of the Holy Spirit. I want people to recognize Christ Jesus in me. Because we, the church, if we, we are the hope of the world, and, and the fruit of the Spirit is basically just the person of Jesus. If you have love, joy, those, those nine fruit, it's actually just, if you carry that, that's, you are being Jesus out there in the world. Not being Jesus, but you are reflecting Christ to the world out there. And the world, if they can't see Christ in us, what hope do they have? Nah. We, the church, are a city set on a hill. We are the salt of the earth. We are the, if they're not seeing the light through us and in us, they're not seeing it at all. So, I want to land with one last scripture, and it's in John 15, verse 4 to 5. Abide in me. Remain in me. Uh, the ESV says abide. Uh, remain. Jesus is saying, remain in me and I will remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. That picture that Lizaldi shared in worship on the outer skirts. It, Jesus is saying, remain in me. He says, come closer to the center. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. Verse 5 says, I, Jesus is saying, I am the vine. You, believers, are the branches. If a man remains in me and I in him, he will bear much fruit. He will bear much fruit. There will be much joy. There will be much patience. There will be much kindness, much gentleness. Apart from me, 
you can do nothing. I want to end off by saying also one thing. I believe every circumstance in your life is ordained by God as an opportunity to bear fruit. Every circumstance in your life, your children, COVID, the work challenges that you are going through, every circumstance is an opportunity for more fruit bearing in your life. Or every circumstance will help us expose the areas in our lives where we lack fruit. And when, we, and when we realize that, when we see that, we can turn to Christ. Jesus is gracious. He, w- he says, come to me. Come to me, all who are heavy, and come, I, I will give rest. Come, I will, I will lack, I will supply your lack. I will, f- I will fill you up to overflow. When your tank and your car goes empty, when that light goes, if your spiritual light and your tank is empty, Jesus says, come to me, I, I will fill you up. I'm the one who died so that you can have life. And I believe us as a church, uh, bearing the fruit of the Spirit, that is actually our evangelism to the world. That is how they will see what, what's cooking with these people. How can they be in these circumstances? How can they be so positive, so joyful, so, so kind, so gentle? I believe it's, it's only the Holy Spirit that can grow His fruit in our lives and through our lives. Amen. So let's pray. Why don't we uh why don't we just stand for a brief moment? Worship you, Lord. Worship you, Jesus. Why don't you just for a moment just close your eyes, engage, um engage with the Holy Spirit and, and there's a there's an aspect of this preach. What 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 am I supposed to do with this preach? Well, there's an aspect that scripture that says, examine yourself. Why don't you just for a moment ask the Holy Spirit to examine your heart, to come and and like, oh Lord, come and help me. Expose in me the areas in my life where I am growing the fruit of the flesh. And just allow the Holy Spirit to to come and and, and show you the areas in your life where where you need more of the Holy Spirit. Areas in your life. Maybe it's patience. Maybe it's self-control. Maybe maybe it's, it's gentleness or kindness. Whatever it is. Maybe it's more joy, more love. If you lack these things, the answer is not to pray and ask the Lord, Lord, give me more joy. Okay. The answer is to draw near to Jesus. Jesus says, come to me. Come to the one who is joy, who is love, who is kind, who is patient. And he will give you, he will give you, he will supply where you lack. He will increase the fruit that is on the tree of your life, the tree of your heart. So Lord, here we are as your church, as your people today. We present ourselves. We we pray, Lord, that you would examine each one of our hearts Lord, we, we, we are facing, every one of us, we are facing some trial, some challenge, or some circumstance that is causing us to, to maybe in a way bear bad fruit. But Jesus, expose the areas of our lives where we can become more like you. And we, we ask of you, Holy Spirit, that we, we choose to draw near to you. We choose that you will increase and grow the fruit of the Spirit in our lives. Lord, that wherever we go, in the week, in moments of where we are busy or where we're not thinking of church or we're not thinking, the fruit of the Holy Spirit will still 
be hanging on our tree, for all to see, for all to partake of. And help, Lord, help us so that the world can see Jesus in our lives. Not just on a Sunday, not just in communities, but every day, every day of the, of the week. We want to be like that tree planted by streams of living water, always bearing fruit, always having green leaves. We thank you, Lord. Holy Spirit, uh, you alone and you alone can do it in our lives. You alone can do it. In Jesus' name, amen.